I just wanted to tell you, I, I've loved your group. Um, I've been oh. a part of several other Christian entrepreneur groups. Um, and yours very much feels a lot more like a community. People oh, are being in, um, it's just fun to be part of your, your group. So oh. I just wanted to well, thank like, you for that. That's that's my goal for it is to feel like a, an actual like community of people. So I'm really glad that that's the experience that you're having in there. So thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Well, those lovely those lovely words just came from Jessica, member of my faithful business Facebook community. I love hanging out over there with everyone, all the members. It really is a space that I'm cultivating, and I want to feel like a beautiful place for us to fellowship, to do business together, and to just do a bit of life together in there too. So if you're not already in that Facebook group, you should hop over there and join us in the Facebook group. You can go to um, facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community or go to the link in the show notes and come come join us over there and say hi. I'd love to see you there. All right. Today's episode is from Jessica, them, who left those lovely words for us. Um, it is a coaching episode today. Um, I was giving Jessica some coaching and she was asking me to help her with her content. She was looking for ideas for what to post. She was trying to figure out exactly what to say in her content and how to communicate with her audience about her product. So we had a really good conversation um, all about content creation. So um, yeah, dig in if you need some ideas of things that you could post or are trying to figure out how to brainstorm and plan out your content. This is going to be a great episode for you. So let's dive in. Welcome to Faith-Filled Business, the podcast for Christian entrepreneurs who want to create a firm foundation as they grow their biblical businesses. Are you posting on social media but just hearing crickets or holding yourself back from posting how you really feel because you're afraid people will tune you out? Maybe you've been at this business thing for a while but feel like the dots just aren't connecting and you're not making any money. You know God called you to run a business, so here's the good news. If he called you, he's gifted you with a special something to help you stand out. All we've got to do is let it shine. You can have fun selling. You just need to tap into the gifts God gave you. So cozy on up with a coffee as we chat about creating a profitable business that's rooted in biblical truths. Let's get started. So what is it that we're going to chat about today, Jessica? What's on your mind? I would love help with content for um, email marketing, um, nurturing my community, as well as um, social media. So one or the other is, yeah. I have no, I have a passion for what I do and I can talk about it all day, but I have no idea how to put that into written word or social mm -hmm. media. Mm, yeah, I got you. So just like translating those thoughts into something that can actually go out into the world. Cool. So can you just catch me up then a little bit of the background? I know we spoke a little bit before, but I know that things have been changing and you've been doing so much like growth and development over the last few months or whatever. So just catch me up on what's going on in your business, where you're at, and then we'll go from there. Um, I'm trying to fill in a lot of the gaps. I think I started really quickly and I was really excited, mm -hmm. but I did start it on a a good foundation for business. Mm -hmm. um, and so now I'm trying to go back in and learn to automate um, emails so that when I do have emails, they all go out at the time I need them to. Mm -hmm. I, um, going back in 
working on bookkeeping and some of the normal foundations that you need. Mm. So I haven't made a lot of progress in that avenue, like Mm -hmm. in moving my business forward. It's more of relaying a good foundation. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. And so the content is kind of part of that is you just coming back to, okay, I need to communicate with people. Let's figure out how to do that. Well, so where are you kind of at right now when it comes to content? Do you put stuff out at all? What is like the kind of other than like just translating those thoughts, what kind of like are the biggest hurdles or barriers for you right now with that? I'm not putting anything out right now, especially on social media. It honestly terrifies me because I'm like, I don't even know what people want to hear and I don't know what to say. Right. Uh, I love getting to have a 30-minute conversation with people and tell them about the boxes mm-hmm. um, because if I can have a conversation, people get on board and are super excited. But I don't know how to put that into a social media post or um, an email. Mm, yeah. So something that you could do actually is just you could record conversations as well. So if just thinking about like different types of content, it doesn't always need to be written content either. I know that it's good and it's sometimes much quicker to be able to just write things, but you could supplement that with even like transcribing some of these conversations and then like copying snippets out. So like something that you could do is like write out a bit of a conversation, a bit of a back and forth. It's something that's sometimes a bit more interesting to read than just like paragraphs of text. Um, so And that way it's something that you've already done if you're much more comfortable talking then even just recording those conversations to get ideas and remem- remember, oh, I talked about this thing. Oh, I was really passionate about this idea. And um, that can kind of help you when you come to write content because you'll go, oh, I had a really good conversation about this particular topic. Let's just take that, what I said, and put it into words and then put it in there. Because I think with content, you can kind of get away with writing as you would speak versus having to write it in a more formal way or a more different way. As long as it is like grammatically correct and is, it makes sense to read, you can kind of get away with making it very conversational and adding in all those words or the kind of like some grammatical changes that you would maybe use in speech versus text. So um, take encouragement from that. You could just take everything that you're saying and slap it into text. And for the most part, it will translate fairly well. Okay. Um. So, yeah, what, what do you think about that idea? Does that feel like something that's kind of easy <laughs> or? I think it's something I can try, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not one who's normally on social media and I honestly don't love getting all the emails because I'm like, I don't have the time to read through yeah. everything. Um, and so I think I'm a, I don't like being a salesperson. Mm. I, I love encouraging people. I love helping people. The business aspect part of it, I'm realizing is a little challenging for me because I don't yeah. like the ask. I don't. Um, and I think that's what, is one of the obstacles with the social media is I feel like I'm always telling people, like asking them to join my bo- my boxes. And I'm like, no, I'm just yeah. trying to tell people about it. So I don't know how to have that difference. Yeah. Well, and part of it is just, like you're saying, it's a bit of an obstacle, but I think that you can just put it very casually in there and not feel like you're pressuring people. Like that's something that I used to feel super pressured about. It's like, oh, I like just like I don't want to have to sell all the time. But the thing is, you kind of have to sell all the time. It's one of the realities of business that we just kind of have to (laughs) kind of get over. But at the same time, you can make it your own and make it a way that feels comfortable to you. So something that I am trying to steer my content more towards and something that I see other people do that I find is very successful 
um, because it gets me interested is kind of, I, I don't really know exactly what to call it if it has a name, but I'm kind of calling it like casual selling or more like incidental selling where you're just talking about the thing and then just kind of casually mentioning, oh, by the way, I have this thing or oh, this thing's related to that. So your boxes, like it's it works very well for product-based businesses because you can just take pictures of the boxes and, you know, maybe write something telling people this is what's in the boxes this month. If you want one, here's the link and then just leave it at that. So keep it super simple. It doesn't need to be pressured. You're just saying, here's what here's what I have. If you want it, there's where you go to get it and just kind of leave people to take that step or not. So that's a way that you can kind of almost ease your way into that selling where you're not having to be super pushy. You're not having to like tell them you have to buy this thing right now. It's just like, here's the thing. It's cool. I love it. Let me share why I love it. If you want it, here you go. So that could be a way to kind of make that feel comfortable to you. So you still have to sell because obviously like people, this is something that's just a kind of weird psychological thing, but like people will not do things unless you tell them to. It's just because like, why would we, right? We're scrolling. There's so much stuff going on on Facebook if we're like scrolling things. So unless someone tells us, check this thing out, look at this link, people just won't take that initiative themselves to do it. So you you have to at least leave a link or tell people, check this thing out. And that can be enough sometimes to encourage people to go have, like, take that next step. Okay. How does that feel? I, it feels good. I, it's still, I still am not 100% sure of, like, where to go from here, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. where to go from here in terms of, like, how to put the content together or, like, how to, like, what, what is that? How to get the content together. Okay, cool. Let's talk about that then. So do you, if like in your kind of, how would you imagine yourself kind of creating content? Are you the kind of person that would want to plan everything out like in advance in blocks? Are you a kind of time blocky person or are you kind of a little bits and pieces person? Or do you like to be inspired and just post things? Like what, what, what kind of person do you, would you see yourself as fitting into in terms of like your style or personality? My personality is more of like either feeling inspired or little by little, but I'm learning. That means it never gets done. Uh, So I'm trying to do a lot more of the time blocking because I'm actually, instead of running around with my head chopped off, I'm actually accomplishing things. So Mm -hmm. I'm more time blocking, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Uh So something that could maybe help then with the way that you're saying, because if you do like to try and find that inspiration for things, then something that you could try is like setting aside some time whether it's once a month or every other week or something like that where you're setting aside a time block time and not necessarily write all of the content in that moment but just think of ideas so doing a little bit of brainstorming about like oh you know if I'm thinking about the 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 boxes what kind of products are in the box and then just writing down you know there's a candle there's some coffee there you know whatever you know just like noting down the types of things that go in the box And then also just like thinking, like, how do you feel about the boxes? Going through back those conversations that you're having with people and just reflecting on the themes or the things that get you really excited and just kind of create for yourself like a bank of ideas. So you could you could write those things in the moment. So if you're feeling inspired one day and you're just feeling super creative and you've got a couple hours, you can sit and hammer some posts out and then you're kind of creating this bank for yourself. So you can still kind of post in the moment or kind of as you go but then you've got that foundation to kind of go back to so if you need you know you want to post something but you're really not feeling anything that day you can go back to that bank and say okay well what kind of ideas do I have do I have a complete post that I can just reuse today that I posted a few months ago or something that I can recycle so that's a kind of way to balance that needing to do a bit of time blocking but also wanting to leave you that space to 
post in the moment or to give you a bit of that flexibility to see how okay. things are going day to day or week to week. Does yeah. that make sense? Like that kind of yes. structure. I'm sorry. I'm also going to taking notes while you're talking. So I'm not mm, ignoring all good. you. No, no worries. No, all good. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's something that like, I think having that bank of content is very, very helpful, um, especially if you're not naturally a time blocker. And if you're wanting to make sure that you have that like consistent, like content to go to. Um, and I would say that like, honestly, the inspire content, sometimes some of the more powerful things anyway. So like, if that's the way that you like to operate, that's also okay. Like lean into that and just kind of try. And even if it's every every few days or on a weekly basis, just kind of give yourself a, a block. Like you could time block some free some free space in a way. So just giving yourself that hour or two to just take a walk and think about things or to just sit and journal some ideas. And that way you're kind of constantly just seeing where your creativity takes you in those moments. And that gives you some space for like the week or two ahead to like depend on so that's one idea that you could try and use and see how that goes okay so i have a question actually for you mm. yeah i my ideal client is actually more of either a christian mom who's either an entrepreneur or um, upper management they're wearing a lot of different hats they're doing all the different things yeah. um what type of because you already know my business and what I do, what type yeah. of content would you appreciate seeing? Mm. So I think for me, like speaking from a personal perspective, because I think this is sometimes helpful. Like, I think that when you're trying to, oh, what's the words I'm looking for? I'm like trying to find the right way to say this. Um, right. So part of part of your job with, because you, your business is new and you're still establishing like what this is, part of what you have to do is kind of educate people on what it is that you're selling, because it's not like it's something that's been around for years and people go, oh yeah, this is the thing, I'm going to get it. So people have to have a bit of that education piece. So for me, something that would be kind of useful is posts about like, A, posts about what, what the purpose of the box is. Like what, why, why would I want one of these boxes so thinking about those kind of emotional things so you're so like you could do because i know that like they're called ripple boxes aren't they so it's about like the different ripple effects that you can create in, in a person's life so you could write a post about the meet like how meaningful it is to give or receive that box you could write a post about the impact it has on the communities for the people that are making the product so you've got lots of different types of and you could do a lot of good storytelling in there like you could find a particular business that's benefiting from being able to use like like put their products in a box and share their story about the impact that it's making or, okay. you know, a client impact, you know, once you've been able to like sell those boxes and get them going and get that testimonial, create some posts about how meaningful those boxes were to the people that received them, that kind of thing. Something else that would be useful is um, maybe just types of posts about the um, the products that are in the boxes. I know that they're kind of different, different month to month. It's not always the same, but if you do have any sort of kind of consistent products, um, or types of products then mm -hmm. even some posts about like maybe like some of the benefits of having those kinds of things around so you know if for example something was going to be candles like could you write a little post about like why candles are fun or why they're important or like if there's like any health benefits from some of the products those kinds of things just to kind of get people thinking about the different products and the ideas behind them that can kind of help educate what the box is all about um and so I think those kinds of things, and then maybe, oh, some more posts about like why 
someone would want to like buy them for like what you would use them for so if are you like a manager maybe buying boxes as a staff appreciation thing or um are you you know buying them for your clients are you buying them for your sister or your mother you know whatever those kinds of things so just helping people kind of picture what they would how they interact with your product um would be i think helpful for where you're coming at because then it helps again like it gives them that education piece that introduces them to the idea gets them familiar with the product and gives them ideas of how they can then use that product so that they know what they're doing with it rather than just kind of seeing it as this separate entity and they're like oh that's cool it's a box with some things in it but it's like no this is how you can use that box could you use it for yourself could you gift it to someone um do you want these products in there this is how you're going to make an impact and then they're gonna like internalize that and then understand how to like interact with it if that makes sense okay yeah, the boxes are intended to be given away. So mm-hmm. instead of kept for yourself, they're actually intended for you to give to somebody else as a blessing and encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you also include just like encouraging scripture or encouraging quotes? Or I mean, because that's part of the point of it is to also bring encouragement as well. Yeah, I think that's a very big part of your your brand. The way that you're describing it is setting it up to be that encouragement and that and having that impact. So I think even just creating like emotive content around that. So a reflection on a you know a, a Bible verse that you were reading or a passage about encouragement and just having that reflection. So it's those are the posts that are not directly selling. And you could pair them with pictures of the product. So the product is still front of mind, but you're not necessarily okay selling in those posts so you could say you know say that you've got a picture of your box that month and then you can share a bible verse and a reflection that you had on that so people are still seeing the products they're still kind of keeping it in mind they're associating your posts with the boxes but you're not necessarily selling in those boxes um do you um include like any like text-based things in the boxes like do you put scriptures in there or quotes and things because you could photograph those and put those like take pictures of those and share those as content as well and then have like a like i say like a reflection or a thought related to that picture as well just to kind of keep it all connected okay this is helpful i i think i just needed to talk i'm um i'm an introvert but i'm an external processor which is an interesting combination i am too (laughs) so i need to be able to actually talk through how to get there so this helps give me at least a bank of ideas to go off of and get started so that's exactly that's yeah. very and and the thing with content right is the more that you then create it the more ideas you're going to get the more like comfortable you're going to be in knowing like oh i know how to do this thing i have the confidence to try this idea or i i've done this before let's just repurpose this or redo it in a different way so it's really just getting through the first couple months worth of creating things where everything is new and you've got nothing to go on. And then once you've been through those two or three months, you're like, oh, yeah, OK, now I can go back. I can do this again, repeat the process, do new ideas, try new things, take new pictures and kind of keep that cycle going from there. OK. Do um, you with, oh, no, go ahead. With emails, can I have it more? You said I could do more like a dialogue conversation. Even if it's just me trying to tell a story, like that's Mm -hmm. an okay email to be writing. I think so. Like emails, you can get away with a lot of stuff in emails because like you own that content, first of all. So you you can do and say pretty much whatever you like without maybe without insulting people. Right. But you're obviously not going to be going down that road. So you and emails people like. This is the thing that's interesting about product emails. And so I haven't, I have personally haven't a lot of experience writing product-based emails. All my clients have been more service-based. So I don't, I can't speak too much from 
that the marketing perspective for product emails because I just don't have a lot of experience with that. But um, the ones like from a like a user perspective, the the emails that I like to get or the ones that I actually open from product based businesses are the ones that are more kind of behind the scenes or the story based ones, the insights, the origins, those kinds of things, because it's interesting to me to read. Um, and, you know, I can learn about the products along the way rather than the ones that are just like, here's our products, here's our products, right. here's a sale, here's because I don't I don't ever open those emails. They go into like they get filtered into an email that I don't ever look at unless I need to go find like an account information or a tracking information. Right. So um, but there have been ones that I got where I was signed up to. I think it was like a. I think it was like a, a company that was I think there were they it was meat. I was like buying some like some beef I think I, I can't even remember and I think they they either changed hands or did some sort of rebrand and anyway I suddenly got all these emails from them but it was really interesting because it was telling me about the farmers it was telling me about the cows they were telling me a little bit about like the origins and why they got into this type of farming and they were telling me about like they were introducing like eggs and so they like into their like sales or the things that you could buy rather than just being beef and so they were telling me about the way that they raised their chickens and I was like oh this is so interesting I feel like I'm learning about this person's farm this is kind of fun so that kind of idea can work really well for emails. So giving people not just doing all the selling, of course, include links to to the products, include pictures if you've got that um, an email software that helps you do the visuals rather than it just being text-based, like include pictures and stuff as well. But give people a little bit more of that story in the emails, like tell them about like why you started it, give them some insight into the founders, give them like an email about showcasing the different um, businesses that have the products in your boxes, those kinds of things. And so you can put that story, pair it with a picture and include a link at the bottom and send that, send that in email. So it's very kind of storytelling. And you can do the same thing on social media. You don't need to create separate content unless you really, really want to, but you don't need to. You could just do the same thing and okay. post it everywhere because people will not, not everyone will open your emails. Not everyone is going to see your posts on social media. You might as well just put the same content and, and everywhere. And that way, more people are likely to see that same post because some people will see it in both places fine, but chances are there will be different people that see it in different places. So you might as well just post the same stuff and save you okay. some time. <laughs> okay. Um, and then a weird question for you um, along the lines of content. I'm debating on starting a podcast to teach people how to better be aware and encourage those in their community. Mm. Like, along the lines with the the ripple boxes yeah the, it's wise because i can process and make content a lot easier when i'm talking um do you think it's wise to start a podcast like that or do you think i should stick to just emails and social media for the moment i think like whatever you're most comfortable with is where you're going to be able to show up the best. And so if you like to talk out loud and think out loud, then I think a podcast is probably a great place to to do that marketing. Because if, if like you're saying, if you're already having conversations with people or if you're making a live video to put on your page or into a group, you've already got some content there anyway that you can just copy over to the podcast. So you're not having to duplicate everything. But you've, you just told me that you like to talk best and that's how you are a best able to share that information with people. So I think having a podcast would be a really great, a great place for you if that's the thing that you're feeling is like a, str a strength for you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can market kind of however you want. It's the it's like finding the ways that you're going to be able to show up the best and and be consistent with it and, and actually enjoy showing up for. So if you like to talk, and you're you're going to enjoy showing up to a podcast then absolutely go for it okay 
Sounds good. Yeah, great. Thanks for hanging out. If this conversation blessed you in any way, would you do me a huge favor and go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? It's the only real way I get to know that you're enjoying the show and I know what episodes you like, what content you're interested in. Um, it would be so meaningful to me to hear from you. Also, be sure to head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community to join the faith-filled business community. It would be such an honor to hang out with you there too. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.